0: Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
1: I was a-bouncing and a laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping that we'd just hang on. But well, I can't recall a time when I ever What's up had
0: guys? So bad Welcome fun. to episode number 78 hey, like of the Always Race Day podcast. I'm Connor Ferguson. Here with Damon Helgavald. Uh, we're live on YouTube. I guess we're not live on YouTube. You can't You can't view this right now. Maybe in an we hour do that. Yeah, I'm going to look into how we can do that and we'll, we'll... Oh, it's easy. I can do that. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. I I haven't done I can... it for Zoom. Let's see. But you. I have done I have done live youtube before let's tease it for wednesday and i'll talk to you
0: and uh, matt van lincoln and we'll see if we can get something figured out so maybe, maybe wednesday night we'll be live on youtube we'll see um today we're presented as always by the carl auto group uh damon i wanted to ask you this i've been waiting a while but uh, have you ever like you're going to a destination you know a grocery store uh going to get your favorite food, maybe, uh, maybe some good Mexican food nearby, but you gotta go in the interstate to go to it. maybe Auntie Ann's, uh, those soft, yep. those, those, those rock. Um, yep. so you're, you're getting close to like the last stoplight before and, and you're pulling in. Um, and all of a sudden some guy on your right just, Blows right on by you, passes you, and you look at the car, finally get to the parking lot because he went so fast, he almost didn't see him pass you, and he's got a big 49 sticker on the side of the car.
1: Must have been Jonathan
0: Davenport. It was, and you don't need to worry about that because the Carlotto Group can get you a car that will go just as fast um, as Jonathan Davenport's car would go if it tried to go around Bristol asphalt
1: but I, I don't want to go just as fast. I want to go faster. Do they have those cars? I think they do, but you got to put the sticker
0: on the side. You can only get those at his website, but you got to go to the Carl auto group. Uh, they'll get you hooked up. They'll get you delivered. Um, they don't have the stickers. It's not included. I'm sorry if that's false advertising for you, but thank you uh, to them for supporting uh, what we do here and uh, this podcast, and everything about it. So I want to talk about that first, uh, obviously chaotic Bristol race, but um, we're going to do late-model nationals first, then we'll get into Bristol, and that'll be a, a chunk of it. And we'll get you shipped on out of here if you're listening.
1: Damon, you watch any of the late-model nationals today? Or are you? Uh, I, I, was, uh, I was all entrenched in football today, so I have not. Oh, you and me are the opposite, because if my team is not, like, kicking rocks down, kicking
0: doors, everything, like, my team has to be really good, and I'll watch the rest of the league. Oh, no. Otherwise, I care about my team.
1: I watched uh went over to to a friend's house co-workers house and we watched uh, uh we watched his Sunday ticket all day long so we're watching eight games at a time seven games at a time whatever it was um watching football all at a time I was keeping up with your updates on Twitter throughout the day but uh, uh especially with how everything was moving really quick I did not get a chance to actually watch it.
0: Ah, excuse me. Uh, I'm having some bread cuz I haven't eaten anything all day. I'm dumb. Went to the racetrack on an empty stomach. Didn't uh, get anything while I was there cuz I was working so hard and diligently. um it was uh yeah, everyone's going to complain to me about saying it this but it was it, it was really nice. Um it was the most eventful day that I did not expect. For starters, like the track I guess eat the crap out of everyone's tires during hot laps just people pulled in after two or three they're like we're done nope uh just too hot far too hot not enough water wasn't good did it end up being elite absolutely not but we'll get to that uh so basically there's supposed to be the storm rolling in I had gotten to the track, parked my car, and the first thing I see on my phone is a new tweet from Knoxville that, hey, they're working on the track right now. As as soon as it's ready, we're going to start hot laps. And I'm like, man, I got to start getting here two hours early instead (laughs) of just one one and a half. uh, So they they got hot laps started around 2.30 and they're kind of rushing and stuff. And it had that, you know, rains coming feel that they do. Uh, it, It didn't come obviously but it became less pressing as as the afternoon went on so the earlier forecast was probably off um if you consider it that it's always like how it looks at the moment anyways uh, so after the last thing before the a-man not being the b-man it was like slmr hot laps after those guys ran uh they didn't have cars on the track for like an hour and 20 minutes they just went and worked on the racetrack and they said, we're going to work on this until it's ready.
1: Well, that's, I thought it was weird because I saw that tweet come in uh, from Knoxville saying that they were going to have, they were going to wait and get the track ready. And I thought it was weird because as, as I'd mentioned before, the initial tweet was we're going to get things going quick because of the storm or whatever coming in. And so I, at that point, wasn't really paying too close attention because I knew it was all preliminary stuff at that point. Um, and so I wasn't really paying too close attention, but apparently they decided to, to botch the hurry up plan. Is that what kind of happened?
0: Yeah, it was all fluid. So basically, and we, we got all, I got all this stuff on YouTube. I have the best, like system and and formatting that we can get it all up right away so i'm talking to different drivers bobby pierce wasn't very confident that any tire could last 75 laps on the conditions of that racetrack tim mccready said he all but said we shouldn't be racing today it's not safe and he basically did um so that that video
1: got a lot of uh so what what was it that they were they were really upset about just the surface itself because it was too hot a mixture of both what was it that that drivers were upset with uh, a lot of it was the car and i'm
0: okay i'm getting ahead of myself here i'm sorry i jumped a beat in my head um i'm thinking if i could play tim mccree's clip but i don't i don't think i turned on addition so I don't want to script on it. Anyways, um, basically they were looking at how dry it was and how hot it made the tires. Um, their tires, the ones that they were mandated to run uh, by the series, which Tim talks about, he uh, basically bashed them for it for whatever tire choice they made. Not hard enough um, to run on a racetrack like that. And he, he was like, if we could go swap tires with all the SLMR guys, we'd be fine they were running faster laps and hot laps. So I thought that was like really interesting. Um, based on, are you just going to try to put it into the microphone? I can do that too. Yeah. It, it's up to you, Damon. Um, yeah. I, uh, i so, got it up here. Yeah. They wanted he wanted a harder race track or he wanted um, just to not like run the race. Basically he wanted a harder tire not to run.
1: All right. So here's what, uh, what Tim McCready said from, from youtube
0: that's well, yeah, maybe rough not audio very good. to play on there for sure it, and sorry guys i don't have like a little microphone i take around with me um it's just phone uh so sometimes you hear background noise it's usually more prevalent at a late model race just because the engines are louder so apologies if any of those um videos because it does happen just there's background noise uh nothing i can do about it um they will start asking to always go in the hauler if there's gonna be an engine that starts thursday thursday i had one and the dude standing next to mike marler's card like just fired his engine or something or kept it running a a little bit longer but anyways, uh yeah he Basically, McCready wanted a harder tire. It's also just a day race in Knoxville is hard to do. That's what Iowa Dirt uh, behaves like. That's his words, not mine. Um, and they they just didn't have it. He said, if you blow a tire on this racetrack going as fast as we are, you know, that's probably one of the more dangerous times to blow one. And your track conditions right now are um, extremely like heavily pulled towards hey there's gonna be some blown tires today
1: so yeah, was... aren't they still aren't they still under like the certain tire rule too right now because of the shortage yeah, they're, on, they're on the uh can i call it the the caveman version
0: they're really basically i mean they're i mean they're dumbing it down next year but first of all it, it sounds like that's easier there's no I don't, I don't know it enough to tell you the, the words of what they're doing and taking away from it, but, um, that's late models, Rude people, right? I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, they're good people, in my opinion, they are, they're fun people to talk to and they're usually very honest and that's what I love about them too. Uh, so there's, you know, I got a lot of people saying like, well, he can pack his stuff up and go home if he doesn't feel it's safe in that ancient freaking old people thinking um you don't know he's the points leader you don't do that yeah he can pack theoretically yeah he he could pack up i i would very much bet that a sponsor probably doesn't stay with him if it if it was i don't think the track safe store i went home and i was the only one who went home and everyone else raced and no one wrecked once that's not a good look
1: Or it gets to a point of, so he does go home. Somebody else is going to definitely follow suit. They don't generally happen by themselves. And then those same people that are saying, well, he can go home are the first ones to complain when they don't have good car counts.
0: And you know what? There's no such thing as a good car count. There's a such thing as a good roster. I'm going to start using that. I don't know. I think it's too long for a t-shirt, but holy effing, you know what? Front and back. There's someone complaining that there was only 40 cars at Knoxville on Friday. So? I said the best late model driver in the world is there. The Lucas Points leader is there. The Hell Tour champion and the runner up. And I think third place. All of them
1: there. Our, buddy, our guy
0: Ricky Weiss was there. He went fourteenth to sixth today.
1: Yeah. Most of the Shut guys up. in the state of Iowa that have that have big motors are there. Tyler Bruning, Shane Clanton, and uh, Daniel Hilsebeck, you know, kind
0: of joining that team of the Capital Race Car uh, Brigade. They were all there, and we'll we'll talk about the chassis battle in a second here. Brandon Shepard was there. Tim Mm -hmm. McCready was there. I already said Tim. but Yeah, you did. uh, Hudson Mm O'Neill. There uh, there was not a lack of heavy hitter aside from Scott Bloomquist didn't show up. Right. What do you got to do? You know, it's, it's just annoying. Um, And I hear it more from the late model side, but people that obsess over how many cars, the number, why is 42 better than 38? Why? If I took the slowest four cars out of the race today, why is 42 better than 38? Because it's the same
1: damn thing. I wouldn't even pin it to, to late model people either. Like I hear it in everything oh that makes me feel better then because that that was where i first heard it no it happens in it happens in drag racing a lot the nhra level a lot of people complain about it there um people complain about it at at the nascar level as well i mean you hear it in different things on, on the the cup series level why is there not any open cars at the at the race well they don't make any money so why the hell would you go yeah the charter system just making it like that it's
0: starting part cars are a thing of the past, a past the thing of the past right on that on that issue at least like they're not paying what they used to to run 43rd
1: well that's just it you know it doesn't matter if you're if you're an open car and finish first you're still not making near the money that the the second place guy who's got a charter is yeah and also like it just proportionally isn't happening. You
0: know, I think NASCAR lost a lot of money on how much they paid out for 43rd, but also that helped those race teams become what they were. That's how Furniture Row got up into things and obviously they went bankrupt. So that's probably not a great example, but you get the
1: point. It's a good example because that's how they got their start. Yeah. title. That was was like one of my favorite
0: NASCAR stories of all time until they went bankrupt because it's Mm -hmm. like the Iowa Chops. I love that logo. I was the only one in the state of Iowa that loved the Chops, the name, the logo, everything about it. And they were in first place at Christmas because they played so many games before the holiday and finished in last and went bankrupt all in the same year. Yep. Anyways, that's your AHL on Always
1: Race Day uh,
0: segment. Updated. Yeah. <laughs> From the 2008 to 2009 Iowa would
1: <laughs> Affiliate of the Anaheim Ducks, and it was
0: great. That is correct. I got a Ducks towel in my basement. I used to hate the Ducks when they played the Stars all the time. We got to stop
1: talking hockey. Okay. Um, oh, good. no, I, I just got Damon to talk hockey. Now I want to hear what he has to say. Oh, no, I would I grew up being a Ducks fan because I watched the movies. The movies were my favorite, so I grew up being a Ducks fan. And so getting to watch Bobby Ryan play his very first professional hockey game was a blast. That is
0: fun. I remember that, yeah, because he was the he was the Chris Bryant for the Ducks. He was. I he compare guys, everyone to prospects that played later.
1: Yeah, yes, that makes, <laughs> makes great
0: sense. Great sense. He's the Ty Gibbs of the Ducks, man. There you go. He's thanking God in every press conference and he's just on the way up.
1: And he uh using using Jesus Christ and hopefully <laughs> hopefully he can get him there. I'm not I'm not
0: shaming anyone for doing that. I just think Ty Gibbs brings it up in every sentence he says and he, he there's one interview he did where he ended all three answers with in in think he did
1: Jesus Christ. And it's <laughs> while driving while driving the he gets us car too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, anyways, back to know, lay model man. racing. And if you're a uh, lay model uh, team or driver, or hauler driver, or whatever, I get get to Kokomo safe tonight. I, I've only heard bad things about this storm. Uh, and I had to go, we're kind of late to record this. I had to go get Bushlight to watch the tornadoes um, that we are being warned about. That is. Watched, right? It's only watches oh, right now. Isn't that? Yeah, we're supposed to. Oh, I. Yeah, I, I guess I might have said a technical term. I wasn't supposed to
1: there. I don't know. Yeah, don't don't be scaring the people. I didn't, I didn't ever see one. I just was told by people. Yeah, there's just watches right now in the area up there.
0: So it it uh, stayed south of Oxford for a while. I had left the racetrack um, about forty minutes, fifty minutes after the uh, Lucas Oil race ended. Um, it was nice in the middle when they were doing that track prep because I got a lot of quotes from tons of different drivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's six or seven videos on there. Um, and it, you can see like the, if you watch the first one and you watch the other six all in order, you can see the optimization kind of coming forward a little bit. You know, by the time I talked to Tyler Bruning, he wanted to joke about uh, his race suit and I, I asked him about it a little bit. And then I said, hold on, can I ask you about it on video and, and we'll talk this. And so. Uh, some of them ended up being short, uh, you guys have to go do TV interviews and stuff, but I thought, uh, I thought it looked great. I thought it, I thought we got a ton out of people. Um, I guess we should talk about the race as well, but Jonathan Davenport has another crown jewel win. Uh, he takes home the $50,000 check and his first ever Knoxville Nash, Knoxville late model nationals trophy, um, uh, passing. The core iowa native uh tyler bruning with three laps to go i was i was heartbroken for tyler because that dude has just been put through the ringer without any fan i shouldn't say any without the fan support to show for it like he is such a great like guy he's maybe not like a you know ambiguous character i don't know if i'm even using ambiguous right but he's and he's—that's a lot of lay model guys. They're just super nice guys. Um, But I—I I, he's like Bobby Pierce. I learn a lot every time I talk to Tyler. You know, there's guys that are just honest with you, and what, from my standpoint, talking to them and hearing from them, I take the most out of it. We're as opposed to if you watch the Jimmy Owens video, he's pretty on the surface. He didn't want—I—I I could have pressed him harder, but it was kind of just what you know i wanted to see what everyone had to say so Mm -hmm. but yeah
1: yeah it it was uh those were good good quotes like i said from from bruning especially giving some quotes i mean that's a guy who kind of knows the landscape of the state i mean as well when it comes to races like that but um Going to the race itself, you know, seeing seeing Davenport get another one is um we're in special times, man. We're we're in special times getting to see some pretty special race car drivers uh competing right now. And to see what Jonathan Davenport's been able to do this year has been fantastic stuff. Um I love that guy the he's a guy that is he seems super humble on the on the surface anyway uh from an outsider's perspective he is anytime anytime that he goes out and wins these events the guy is just like yeah you know it was this and this and i don't know see if we can do it again and he does does it bigger and better the next time it's insane yeah you're
0: absolutely right um I'm trying to confirm what chassis Ricky Thornton Jr. and Earl Pearson drive. I should know it. I was at one point trying to start like a tracking list, but I never got around to it. Um, But I just wanted to kind of put this out there. Uh, And I don't know if it's because it's a new track, not new, but a track that they only race at one time a year. It was also a day race, so that's weird kind of eat it was the the last great equalizer of the chassis uh battles but jonathan davenport obviously wins in a longhorn and he's been the best and he remains the best right Uh, aside from kyle larson haven't seen davenport beat him enough to take larson off the throne is that fair i'm just kidding Mm -hmm fair in my book some of the some of the people that don't listen to us until like this like if they're first-time listeners they're not going to know my they're not going to not any bullshit you know uh so davenport's in a longhorn tyler bruning is obviously in one of those capital race cars the the red black and white ones and it, it's the best red black and white scheme in dirt racing i do want to say that aside from maybe Ricky weiss contractually obligated to compliment his paint scheme we worked that deal out a long time ago.
1: See, so you sound, nobody's going to believe you now. Well, it's, I mean, it's one a one Said You shouldn't have said your contract obligations. Now <laughs> no one's going to believe you. It's 1A1B. Uh,
0: it, speaking of Ricky, he goes from 14th to 6th in his sniper chassis. Uh, in third place on the podium with a rocket and Brandon Shepard. I know it's the house car. I know what he does. I know that's expected, but there's diversity there. And Shane Clanton even finished 7th. Sec- yeah. that is a, that was a great day for diversity in late model racing in terms of the chassis battle and everything we saw i was i was loving um all the stuff we got out of it today i was very How about
1: uh you know we didn't hit on this when the news broke but how about brandon shepherd not going back to the one rocket next year
0: yeah i was uh kind of surprised i don't you know i the, from everything i've heard on the record that's there's no bad blood there's no like extenuating circumstances there's nothing you know i may i don't know um yeah. it feels like it feels like a uh do you Jim, think, it feels like a jimmy johnson chad knouse thing it's it's like do you, think you it's something,
1: do you think it is has something to do with the fact that um that shepherd is wanting to race in more of an open schedule instead of trying to race for points yeah, Is that, uh, probably, yeah. To, to run for points in, in a certain series, because that's part of the reason that Richard's left that ride. Yeah. And, and, and so I've, I feel to me, just looking at it, it looks like Shepard wants to run more of an open se- uh, schedule so he can go chase the money instead of being in a schedule.
0: Yeah, and that's the weird thing is like shepherd kind of ran in you know, open schedule but he was also running the lucas tour or not shepherd i'm sorry uh richards right so um right yeah i i would assume that brandon shepherd will you know go on to wherever he goes and um i'm not sure what i mean on it's pretty that. obvious where he's gonna go no i mean in the b i'm talking about series
1: wise no i know i i think it's pretty obvious what car he's going to though he's driving his own car yeah, yeah I'm, ta- I'm talking about what series oh, you, you must have cut out then you must have cut out because it stopped before hold you on. got anywhere hold on one sec we'll pause this and we'll fix this
0: okay so we're back we had a little cut off cut out uh no i think brandon Shepard will end up running more of a national schedule next year but it'll be in his own car
1: let's see yeah i, I think he's gonna be be open chasing money yeah. going to where where the big races are and um i think it'll be I, similar similar I to Bobby Pierce's
0: schedule coming from there
1: i just think that's where late model racing's headed though and you know they they've got i i think that they've got to figure something out from a series perspective otherwise things aren't going to people aren't going to go to the series anymore instead we're going to start seeing more big national races like the knoxville nationals like you know the firecracker 100 all those type of things we're going to see more big events instead of a series that's big
0: and there's all the big events are attached to a series right like it's it, they're already they're already in existence. And the only way you can make them bigger is by making sure all those guys go. And I hate that we have to do this game where it's like, is this guy gonna show up here? is this guy gonna be there? and then and then someone wins like you know, someone goes and wins a twenty thousand to win race where none of the other national guys were there. a couple of them were and people are like, well, you didn't talk about this on the podcast or you didn't cover this race and I'm like, Dude, I didn't even know what the, the Sass Dirt series was. I saw that tonight. Shout out, though, to uh, Will Harrington, the donut celebration after winning whatever the Sass Dirt series is, uh, whatever that race was. Congrats to him. That I love the donuts. I love donuts on dirt. It's, it's awesome. It's definitely a slap in the face to people that hate NASCAR. And so, yeah, love that. Um, yeah, I, I hate the... Hey, this is a random race at uh, a random racetrack at with a random series that you haven't heard of. It doesn't. It's an, uh, an annoying. Me, it, I want to see the same guys, the same guys ducking it out. But and, but we all want to see the same thirty guys ducking it out, not the same ten, which is what we have. To
1: me, it just seems like the it, it seems like the series are kind of irrelevant at this point. Like it's just a name and people that can run it because there's not one big series that runs the the late model side of things because it seems like Whenever there's a Lucas show that's going to pay big drivers are going to go there. Whenever there's an outlaw show, that's going to pay big drivers are going to go there. Whenever there's a dirt series that's ran by Dirt car, or whatever, they're going to go there. XR is the same thing. All those, all those type of things they're they're going to go to those type of things, uh, it, wherever the, the money is. And so it doesn't feel to me like there's one big national series that, that takes care of the business business yeah and so in in the later fall or in the winter uh,
0: depending on when they end and stuff like that you guys are gonna see stuff from us world of outlaws champion race xr champion Lucas oil late model dirt series champion because we have to throw an acronym in with six different words and that putting dirt in there was very important to make sure right. people didn't get it confused with the non-existent Lucas oil late model asphalt series sorry that's a, that's a great that's a gripe that is new to this podcast you're getting new stuff tonight people can't complain Never so yeah uh and, and then Never on top of it you have the the two biggest races of the year which both happen at Eldora and both have the same format which needs fixed and has long needed fixed in my opinion but um let's look at are we, do you think we're done with lay models? Did I forget anything? Bobby Pierce sucks for him. I thought he had a great chance to win that race. He passed Jonathan Davenport. The race didn't suck. The race was not Jonathan Davenport leading the entire time and not being too fast. Like I, I literally, I thought today was like right. great equalizer of everything, and it was an ugly equalizer, but it was great. Uh, Bobby uh, blew. Sometimes you gotta have that. I don't think he blew up a motor, but he he broke they don't know what happened yet. It's what he told me. He has no clue. He said it was, uh, I don't, I don't want to say what he said it was because I don't know what. if that's even right. But um, he, he had no idea what happened. He got out of his car right away out of the work area. I just knew it was done. So hmm. that stinks for him. It seems like he has a Ricky Bobby curse in the paint scheme. Uh, but he did get a win, and he also got the uh, Ricky Weiss Drupal Drupal DQ victory as well. So I feel, like, right. I feel like that's enough for him to bring back another Ricky Bobby scheme. <laughs> he hasn't done the laughing clown yeah, yet. I no. don't really want to see that one because that's the one no one does because it's orange, purple, and uh, like neon. Yeah, and that's amazing. I know. It's well, it's amazing on a stock car. It's hard to make it look really cool on a late model. His The me paint scheme for him was very sweet. Yeah, that was good. I like the Wonder Bread car. It looked good. Yeah, he's uh, he's awesome. I like that he uh, has fun with his paint schemes. I think more people can or should uh, do that. And I
1: love. Uh, I really, I did really like a few years ago when Davenport ran the ran Knoxville with the um, with the Brewster Baker paint scheme. That was well, that was a throwback car, right? No, it was a six pack from the movie. It was kind of a throwback, but not. It was from the movie oh, six pack okay.
0: yeah so i wasn't watching lay models at the time i don't think i've
1: seen it probably haven't even seen the movie but it's a great movie what's the movie check it out six pack oh it's so called it's six called. pack yeah i have yeah, no
0: idea yeah.
1: <laughs> i haven't heard check of it out is it funny it's a fantastic it's a fantastic racing movie okay well racing kenny rogers kenny United rogers plays Yeah. Kenny Rogers plays this guy in in a racing movie. You got to check it out. It's awesome. All right. Well, we got to, Damon's got to get on a call in a bit. So let's, let's
0: get to the uh, NASCAR race and what happened at Bristol. Um, Talk about chaotic. Uh, What, what, what are your first impressions? And that's where I'll lead
1: Um as many of the teams and drivers have stated, that's what happens when you have spec parts, um, things, things break because you don't get the control to make sure that they're not going to break or the less chance of them breaking. Um, uh, but, uh, this, I, I don't know the, the loads on the tires are really heavy and that's just the way that the cars were more meant. Um, and a lot of people, you know, whether, whether we like to say it or not, they're not, uh, sports cars are not meant to race on Bristol. And that's what the sport has come to. Uh, they've basically turned these cars into sports cars and turned NASCAR into sports cars and sports cars are not meant to race on Bristol. And we found that out firsthand last night. Um, you know, overall was it a good race? I don't know. I mean, it was kind of what we've seen typically in all these short track races here this year. They're they're strung out, hard to pass. Um, it there was only one, two passes for the lead, something like that, under green flag conditions. Um, it, it just it was a in my opinion, it wasn't the Bristol race that, you know, we've all come to love and see. Had the race been around the bottom instead of around the top side, I think things would have been a little bit different. But it, it just isn't it's not the Bristol that we've all come to know and love. You don't need to rock the
0: typerope on that, because I was did I say typerope? Gosh. This I apologize if you're watching on YouTube because I can't even edit this I don't, I don't think I'm going to. I'm very exhausted from this weekend. <laughs> but anyways, don't walk the tightrope because if you're asking me from a racing standpoint, if that was a great race, no, no, no. It was another yeah. damn next-gen race on a short track. They got to do something. They have to. This is... Well, it's you like a trend it's loads on the tires it's like i i I will it's it's, if they were making if they were making their own parts and the loads on the tires were still too much you still have guys that are going to be blowing stuff and losing their spots and nascar's discretion on the caution as well uh, I, I do think that if the playoff driver is shredding a tire, that should be an automatic caution if that's, you know, play it like that. And if you're pissed off that there's playing favorites, there's a series here, there's standings. People uh, should care about them,
1: but some people don't. Um, mainly the people the that enjoy What's that? The leader. I mean, it, it happened twice. We had one with the leader where they didn't throw it, and then the next time with the leader, they did throw it. Yeah, I think that it should be a playoff car, but it should be consistent. But they they're throwing it on the. Display. I think I don't give a shit.
0: Oh, no, I think no, I don't I, care. I think, playoff, I think playoff drivers, especially at a track like that, should get the benefit of the doubt. That hey, you need to throw the yellow here because. There's too much on the line. I
1: that, think they should have threw the yellow. I'm not saying that they yeah, shouldn't. I no, think they no, no, should have no. thrown the yellow for Brads. But when they didn't throw the yellow for Brads, they have no right to throw it for Christopher Bells. I don't give a shit if he's a playoff driver or running 36th. All right. That's that's fair. And I'm I'm probably like
0: only forty six percent confident in that opinion anyway. So uh I think they were throwing it on the, on the discretion of can they get to pit road easily? How many, how many guys are around him right now? Uh, so I, yeah. you know, I get it, but I don't. And I, I do, but also like, come on, I feel like that's all the adjectives I could use on that one.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. It was, anyways, it, it's, it was just poor, poor control of NASCAR in that race. Okay. Okay. I think that's the least they're concern right now though because here's the deal God, here's the deal Should be. and this is my my proposal my dumbass proposal if you want my my thing run the damn xfinity cars at short tracks you know you you cost people a lot of money already it's fine do it do it if you cannot figure out how to make this car work at short tracks then run the xfinity car because this is not working this is not you you finally have and i got i got you raising your hand damon do you want do you want to go now or do you want me to say the schedule thing
1: i'm going to just say this they'd had no reason to reinvent re-in- the wheel they had a car in their grasp that was producing outstanding racing week in and week out in the xfinity series and then they decided instead of working with what they had on that front, well, you cannot, cannot turn this into a sports car. Listen you cannot, to me. Listen to me because it goes along with your point. Listen to me. Right. Listen to me. Listen to me. You want to, them to run Xfinity cars, right? Yes. For, Why just, just for short tracks. Okay. Why can't we do that for the whole 36?
0: When was the last Xfinity race that kicked ass in a mile and a half? What do you mean? When, what what was the last time you remember watching an Xfinity race in a mile and a half racetrack that kicked ass?
1: They've all been better
0: than what we had before. Okay, but were they better than any of the Cup races in a mile and a half? Minus Texas, Sands, Texas, were they all better? I, that's irrelevant to say no, that they're the all next better. gen the next gen car has done so much for every other type of racetrack that isn't short track.
1: Okay, so you're paying you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. You're not going to have perfect racing all the way across the board. I don't don't care about Peter. You ruined what this sport was built on. Okay. NASCAR this year. Ruined it. Is that fair to say? NASCAR has five. Is that fair to say? NASCAR has five
0: short courses on the schedule. I agree there should be more. I agree the number of short courses like – I don't know I was Speedway uh I agree that that number should outnumber the amount of road courses they go to we're we're all there NASCAR is finally going to we're, we're doing the clash next year they're going to North Wilkesboro they're putting more short But it's going to be trash on the schedule that's you didn't let me finish that was the end of it so we're What's finally we're finally getting to more short courses and what do you know the car can't handle the loads of what it puts on the tires and for whatever reason the Toyotas are far worse at handling that than any other manufacturer and when when that happens I I don't I don't think it's a a trend I think it's a manufacturer issue but it happened to enough guys elsewhere that that's bad like that It needs to be fixed. They need to go into the off season. They need to start working on it now. If they not, if they're not already doing that, Uh, I'm gonna reach out to a couple people and see what I can find out. But there is no reason that this should not be looked at as soon as possible. Like this is the the short courses have stunk. They're chaotic for all the wrong reasons just on what car randomly is going to have the load of the car bear down on the tire enough to where the tire pops. Like it, that's got to be fixed. That has got to be fixed because you, you built all of this entertainment value on short ovals. And now I'm worried that there's kids that are watching NASCAR this year that are going to grow up to say, I hate the short courses. They don't go very fast. already are i hate it i already are yes so you gotta do something so my money the simplest the simplest answer and probably the most unrealistic at the same time is to have them race xfinity cars
1: yeah and then we're back in 2007 all over five races a year
0: they can't race they can't okay so indycar has two different indycar has three different cars who cares? They had the a Indy, Indy 500 package. Cars. They have a short oval package. They have a road course package. Like, what like, what's the problem with it? No one cares. The cars look similar. The cars are painted up.
1: It. It. No. You got to go one way or another. And they they reinvented the wheel. And now they're kind of stuck in their opinion. So what's what's now, my what's problem.
0: my no, no no what's what's my one way or the other? What's
1: my left and right choices? You go one way or the other. You go with what they have currently built. So if this, I have next gen, you're car. saying you're saying
0: that. Okay, hold on. You're saying that if I agree that these thirty one races suck, or thirty one races are great, and these other seven suck, then I, I have to be happy with that. I can't expect that we do something no. with
1: the seven. No, I don't think that I. I am still in the opinion of they messed up by reinventing the entire stock car with this next gen car. Damon, Damon, I'm sorry. I just coughed. If you're watching, it's 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 not getting, it's not getting safer. The sports not getting safer. In fact, the safety is going away with this new car. The production on the short tracks are terrible. The production on the road courses aren't good. The Road courses have been fine. They've been average at best, but you have a 13 second gap. You have a 13 second gap from second back to third at road America. That's because the
0: the two drivers up front were the best road course races this season.
1: That's but There shouldn't be a 13 second gap. If these cars were so great. Why not? Why should there be a 13 second gap? They're good at driving. Not It
0: wasn't like the same car. It wasn't like it wasn't Formula One where there's two Red Bulls 13 seconds ahead of everyone else. That they almost made it to the podcast without getting deep.
1: But they're two different teams, two different drivers. I understand that, but look at the race look at the overall landscape of these road course races this year. And outside of Coda, have the finishes even been something that you would look back on and be like, that was a really good race. I I and it's not just
0: because you said it, but I look back at
1: Road America. I why? I wouldn't. Just because the only reason you look was back I, on it is because Tyler Reddick won. It was the anticipation.
0: Was it was the anticipation of Chase Elliott's supposed to be the best road course racer on the planet and he can't get past Tyler Reddick. I should not say that IndyCar has its talents, my bad. But he should, you know, is Tyler Reddick really going to hold him off here? That's kind of like when Chase held off Martin Truex at Watkins Glen, but like that—that's just what it was. And like I remember it because he, he didn't get it done. I was like, "Whoa."
1: Was Sonoma good? Don't remember it. Was it's Indy right. K- good? I hate the Indy. Was Indy good? Course. I think it was okay. I don't remember Was Watkins Glen good? It's just alarming that I don't remember this stuff. Exactly. That you don't remember them because they weren't good races. You remember the good races, right? Yes. Yeah, I guess. But Coda
0: okay. was good. I remember so America.
1: So good. If, right.
0: Okay. So for the sake of this argument, I'm going to throw out the, because I thought the clash was good and memorable this year. And the all-star race sucked. Clash was new.
1: The it's clash like, was new. That's always going to be memorable. Yeah, it's yeah. New. No, I, I get the All Star race. Yes, it sucked, and people are going to remember what races suck too. Yeah, but you're so. But you're I saying mean, think about it. People are going to remember what races suck. Think I about just, to Martinsville. We, and we, still, right we still have to. We still this, have to. It, it was terrible. We st- yes,
0: we still have to get to the playoff grid and what we saw this weekend, but. You're you're back. Like We complained so much about the My 550 point.
1: package because it did suck, Damon. It did suck. It sucked I everything. I understand that. Listen, I understand that. So they fixed the 85% it. The 550 package was the engine. It had nothing to do with the overall make of the race car. It was the engine. The race car themselves right now they reinvented the entire race car completely. They they've reworked the entire thing and has not made it safer. It took away the one it took away the five races of the year that people really fill the place for, Martinsville and Bristol, and Richmond fills up pretty decently. So now you've taken away the the best as far as those two things are concerned safety and then short track racing what the sport was made on just to fix the fact that of something just to fix something that could have been fixed with a simple engine fix instead of reinventing the entire car is that fair to say yes no no i know i'm just gonna go no i yeah i agree i'm
0: i'm with you i said this on the like three podcasts ago that they got to work on safety that that should be the number two thing they work is that shitty to say i think it is we'll say number one we can move it to number one it we Should can be there first thing. yes uh but he, i said it what damn it damon i got mm, i'm getting lost in my head here uh you, you can't we complain so much about the 550 package because it, it was truly terrible it, it sucked the life out of all of us and they're putting this new car together and it's fixed so many of these issues we know there is issues and now we're going to go in the off season with two things and it's you got to fix the safety of the race car there's going to be more tests and stuff that they can do to do that but you have to be ready to do it when the off season gets here also racing on short tracks that's i feel like like road courses we haven't had we didn't have six road courses in 2020 right it was 2021 that we had six and they weren't all smashing they weren't all smashing races though they weren't all amazing you know like we we now have all this all these road courses and I think the road courses have been fine, average, all right, whatever. There's a lot of variables thrown into what road course racing is, especially when you're doing it in NASCAR. You just got to fix the short courses, because I think that the new car has been such a positive development everywhere else. Your your hang-up is always just on the short courses and the road courses, but if the roval sucks i'll eat crow yeah i won't eat a bird i hate birds actually i i will i will eat the worst food on the planet and that is roasted chicken roasted or grilled chicken i hate that or carrots
1: but the car did not fix the 550 horsepower package yes it did what are you talking about (laughs) Think about it, it's an engine. They okay. all they had, they did not have to change the entire race car. They were okay, but they're in, they're going into a new
0: era and they wanted to. We're not going to I, stop that from okay. uh, from our opinions here. That
1: was that was the plan I all understand long. that they go through new cars. Just because you can't, close to a sports you can't car, physically right? say you can't physically say that a car Completely overhauled an engine package. You can't say that because the racing prior to the 550 package on any intermediate tracks was good, not great, but it wasn't bad. and yeah, wasn't but now it's now it's awesome. Packet. Now now it's awesome. Every, At the mercy every, of intermediate package race is great. Not package anymore i wouldn't say i wouldn't say everyone is great Sands,
0: texas do uh, you want me to throw kansas in there too as the shitty tracks for the mile and a half
1: i would say the kansas race last week wasn't the greatest I, i'll throw it in but that i don't want you, to hurt feelings you don't have to throw it in i love kansas it was a great race in the spring but the fall race just wasn't that fantastic in my opinion but it, it just, you can't say that the car reworked, fixed completely an engine problem, in my opinion. That's, that's what my whole take with this deal is. You, and so what happened is they reworked this entire car, which is whatever. It's fine. But they built a sports car to put on a bullring. And that doesn't happen. That, that, that doesn't work. It can't work. And it is showing it's not going to work. I feel, I feel like it can. We just got
0: to do whatever we can to this car to be able to fix it. But here's the deal. It sounds like there's a lot more to be done. Like there's a lot that needs to be done to have this car be able to race well on these tracks that's the scary part to me i I mean i feel like we had had a lot we had an all right debate i got texted in the middle of it so i had to deal with some things but anyways i hope you enjoyed that at least
1: damon are you anti next gen you anti gen 7 i'm as we are getting through this I'll, i'll have to see how next year starts out with the the first short track race at Martinsville next year. Um, If the same product is put out at Martinsville next year, uh, because you can't take the clash into consideration since they stay in first gear most of the time um, or second gear or whatever gear they run. I think if, if they can't figure out the gear problems, I will be very upset at Martinsville next year. You're more of a car guy than I am what if they just put it in
0: auto they can't that's you can't have a automatic transmission switch easy easily no. no. all right
1: that's not fair. without re not without reworking everything internally yeah. in the well, car so,
0: sorry if i sound like a dumbass. there i grew up working on cars with my dad i did not
1: retain much of the information <laughs> took, took a couple of classes same i mean stuff. i can't i shouldn't say I shouldn't say that they can't do it. It would just be a lot more money than they're already putting in.
0: Denny Hamlin on Saturday was calling for next gen 2.0. He just said, I, I don't have anyone that would pay for it. Exactly. So they got to do something. They got to fix these cars so that they're not. And even if they were in first year, the whole way around, and we actually had racing, there's still random blowouts all over the, all over the place.
1: My biggest thing, what I want them to work on is the safety of these cars. I'm tired of watching in-car cameras of drivers' heads snapping. Like we're seeing whiplash at 150 mile an hour impacts right now where we have not seen that before. These cars are too firm they need to soften the cars up to to embrace some of these blows that's their biggest goal this off season in my opinion the racing product you know it's it is what it is and i'll back off on that part of it but the the safety thing itself has to be fixed
0: yeah you're you're absolutely right but you you also can't throw blunders out at short courses so one two we'll put some first yeah because you're right that's what made nascar uh what it is is short courses short tracks and they can't you know they're hopefully going to go to more in the future i hope iowa ends up on the schedule i think Iowa would rock that it kind of drives like more of an intermediate racetrack despite being a short oval kind of like richmond does i think that would rock with these cars um but then again richmond hasn't been amazing either so what are, what are we going to do nice. i hope there's a solution that's fixed to it uh and we'll figure it out in the off season so damon has to get on a call he a very important recruiting call i've heard very good things about this prospect uh, <laughs> he pulls many strikes and
1: we can go a little bit we can go a little bit longer we're okay
0: i've been you're told good. i've been told that she doesn't throw gutter balls ever
1: <laughs> you can go a little bit longer you're good um we can push it past the time. We're okay. Kyle
0: Bush, Kevin Harvick, both eliminated in round one. Two former champions. That's that's not in its own right. Tyler Reddick was not supposed to go out in this round. I think I don't think I would have had Austin Dillon going out in this round. I probably wholeheartedly honestly would have had the two track house cars, um, maybe Christopher Bell, and I might have said Harvick because he had been struggling.
1: Yeah, I think going into it, I would have probably said Suarez, Briscoe. Um, Suarez, Briscoe, probably Cindric, uh, And then honestly, I would probably have said Ryan Blaney just for the fact of him not being able to to win a race this year and he's just had some bad luck in certain situations even though he was third or fourth in the points. No you're two thousand percent on that but I,
0: I I probably would have gone Briscoe honestly. And I'm I'm a big Chase Briscoe guy.
1: But Stuart Haas is, I like Briscoe but I just they're they're not been good. They haven't been good. Outside of his win at Phoenix, they've not been really good at all this year.
0: Yeah. It's, it hasn't been amazing um, for him or any of the Stuart Oscar guys.
1: Yeah. I mean, I probably would have gone Dylan over Blaney instead. Uh, that's kind of, that was my toss up there, but yeah, it just, I was shocked at more shocked at the fact that Bush, that Kyle Bush went out as early as he did, uh, over anybody else. Um, However, it is very, very ironic the week after he announces where he's going, um, that his engine blows.
0: Yeah, and that that's rough in its own right, but from a from a team's perspective, uh, that was my biggest takeaway from uh the race on Saturday night uh was the number of just drivers in each set of teams that remain in the playoffs, right? So uh, what we're looking at now, all four Hendrick Motorsports drivers, mm-hmm. both track house guys, that's yep. six, that's six year playoff. We have two Joe Gibbs racing guys left and the one with the biggest contract, free agency name, brand, everything is out of the playoffs. Um, we have all three Team Penske guys, and then the odd one out mm-hmm. is chase briscoe being the only storehouse guy yep. i, I and,
1: think you know what's even think it's even crazier than that i think is, you're good i was gonna say the only thing that's crazier than that is the fact that briscoe is only four points out of the cut right now
0: yeah and that's you know i mean they
1: have like how S- line gets Sendrick is slower. Sendrick's only Cendrick is seven out and that's Sendrick's seven out right now and he's the bottom guy so Briscoe being only four out is is kind of the shock to me because of just how bad that they have been throughout the middle part of this year
0: yeah and I, I don't think they've been
1: awful you know I think it, it's it been a trying compare to compare numbers bad. though compare numbers you look across the board. Here is Chase Briscoe's numbers this year. In 29 starts, he has one win, three top fives, four top tens, and four stage wins. Okay? Compared to Austin cindric who has one win, five top fives, eight top tens, and one stage win. Alex Bowman, who has probably been the worst of the Hendrick guys, one win, four top fives, 12 top tens this year. I mean it's
0: it's stage wins. And race it's wins ins- huh?
1: Astonishing to me that Briscoe it's astonishing to me that Briscoe is still ninth in the points right now. I know he's got those four stage wins, but hey, when when you're when you have one win and
0: you don't think you're contending for um this specific race and this Plagued Landon Castle. What did Landon Castle miss the cutoff by? How many times should we watch him not race for the damn stage points? Yeah. Like, I don't know what his crew chief was thinking, and I I think he's on a popular podcast we listen to. No, his spotter is not his crew chief. God damn it. I did that again. Jeez. (laughs) But race for stage points. Strays for that playoff point, you know, stay out, make, make the, make the smart decisions that will get you the playoff points now when you need
1: them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it's just tough in, in my opinion, you know, you go for the better finish consistently and, you know, Briscoe being only four top tens is just a, the astonishing thing to me. I, I guess that's how I look at it.
0: Absolutely. And, and I'll, I'll end things on this. We're starting to get ready. Uh, we're going to have a big awards podcast called the Dickies. Uh, <laughs> named after Chris's Uncle Dick who passed away. Uh, rest in peace, Uncle Dick. Um, mm-hmm. my, first, my first guarantee is that Landon Cass will get an honorary mention uh, for driver of the year. Because he would have made <laughs> the Indy series playoffs if his crew chief wasn't a dope. <laughs> So congrats to Landon. Uh, the first official ever uh, winner of an honorable mention of a Dickey. Oh my goodness. I, I cannot stress enough how big this is for his career. And I, I hope it prospers him to get uh, one more year at college racing to get that damn win that so ever eludes. He's I'm pissed about it, man. It's turning into the Michael Annette joke with me that I love Michael Annette because he's a cool dude and played hockey, and that's awesome. But I think Landon Castle is a damn wheelman, and he hasn't gotten a win yet, and I'm pissed off about it
1: every week. I just think... As a whole organization, I think colleagues down overall. I mean, AJ Allmendinger just shows that he's a hellacious driver. But you have last year's Xfinity Series champion, who was Mister Consistency himself last year, and Hemrick is not. I mean, Hemrick got in by the skin of his teeth. Moving forward, so um, I don't think colleagues in a great spot organizationally. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think some of it. And I think you've seen, but I think. I think that it's funny because you look at Colleague, who's got a cup team, you look at Joe Gibbs, who's got a cup team, and both of those organizations aren't dominating kind of like what we have seen in the past, where junior motorsports has been the team that's dominated it. And they don't have a cup team. So it makes you wonder if because of all the resources and money that they've had to put into these new next gen cars, that they had to move budgets around just a little bit. That I've never thought of it like that.
0: That's yeah. Um love, I love you. This is uh I just
1: it was a revelation. Just I, thought- I yeah. You know, just to cover up the the cost of the new next gen cars that they've moved money around, and so I'm not saying like it's completely destroyed. How their much percentage, how much of, percentage,
0: how much percentage wise. wise do you think it's because Dale Junior knows what he's doing so much? Well, there's versus say No, I would say, no, pers- I would I, say I'm was, curious to what you would say, like percentage wise, comparing the two. Oh, well, and, and it I doesn't mean, need it doesn't need to be right; just gut feeling. I don't. As, I don't even know I what guess, I would say.
1: I guess. What do you mean by by Dale Junior knowing versus somebody? What do you mean? By Junior that? Motorsports has been the best
0: Xfinity team this year by far. I think we can agree that their driver roster is not leaps and bounds better than Joe Gibbs. It's not leaps and bounds better than Collie Racing how much of it is it dale jr knows what he's doing and knows how to allocate resources for a team uh, and everything that goes into building those cars versus the other two just have next gen to worry about
1: yeah i think uh i would say a little bit but i think i think a lot of it just has to do with the the fact that they have next gens that they have to allocate a little more time to and a little bit more resources to would you so. would you go on that like 60 40 then next gen to... i would say i would say even probably 65 even okay next gen stuff Just a I, I, think, bit more. I think before
0: you asked, like
1: before you putting that
0: into my head i probably would have answered it like 40 60 and probably closer to 50 50. Mm-hmm. maybe maybe a little i i think dale jr has shown and proved that he's very smart and um yeah you know you have a ross, you have uh, basically a ross chastain um not to compare people and not to theoretically um how you heard that trash noah gregson but you had A situation that was like what they had at track house with ross chastain and Mm -hmm. did not to i'm sorry if this comes off like i'm trashing anyone it's just too similar for me to not point out but justin marks I uh, never came out publicly and said anything, and I know Dale's on TV, so that just makes him more public and, and everything like that, but, you know, did how much did Just Marks do to wrangle Ross Chastainan? Because I, I never noticed it if he right. did, other than the fact that he hasn't taken anyone out in like four weeks after his seven wreck streak um noah gregson right. had an incident like that and, and dale talked to him and now noah gregson's won three xfinity races in a row he's an extraordinary kid i wouldn't like, say i think he's young. i would say I think
1: Noah's probably the best best xfinity driver right now
0: yeah yeah I, I would agree i think he's he's a character in his own right and i, I love that he just has fun with what he does he's so talented um in terms of what he can do in a car but once he gets out or once he gets tonight like a as kind of opportunity to be uh immature on the track um and this isn't like a positive but be immature on the track and, and he would take it at one point in the season and now um you know that opportunity has arose for him and he hasn't and I, like that's huge from dale jr from Junior Motorsports, from Noah. That's big from him, you know? So it's paid dividends, obviously. It's, he's racked up 15 playoff points the last week, or three weeks, I'm right. sorry. But again, right. I, we gotta, I, I'll, I'll put in a thing. We gotta try to get him on the podcast. I would love to talk to him. I, I interviewed yeah. him. And I might've told this story a couple of weeks ago. I interviewed him after he got uh, the pole or something, or won uh, a lower tier race at Iowa. It might've been an ARCA race. Um, but Bubba Wallace came by and pat him on the back and said, nice job, kid. He goes, dude, Bubba Wallace just said hi to me. And it was like, I was like, shit, this guy like respects who I am. Um, because we're both kids. Like I was 18, he was 17 or whatever, 19. I don't know what his age is now to compare it, but I was like, oh, so he like actually views me as like an actual person here not someone writing for a free sports blog based out of Toronto, Ontario.
1: Mm-hmm. you know so yeah, i mean like, it, it's it's just cool to see noah do what what noah doing this year and um yeah to go back to the original thing I, I just think a lot of it had to do you know ty gibbs is not winning at will like he did a year ago basically ty has had the car to beat in a lot of races and I would say last night or not last night, uh Friday night, he had a car capable of winning the race before he got caught up in that wreck. But I would say last year, Gibbs had a car that easily could have won anytime he went out on the track. Anytime. It doesn't look like that this year. No. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like it. I'd agree.
0: Doesn't seem like it. So I guess, so, I guess our, our case study is did junior motorsports get better? Did Joe Gibbs and also college Grayson get worse? And I think you could argue both.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't even say they got worse. I would just say they, they stayed the same. And, and when you stay the same in NASCAR, somebody's going to catch up and somebody's going to pass you. And now you're playing catch up. And that's what happened at, at Junior Motorsports, I think. I think they just spent more time with their Xfinity stuff um and more resources on, on getting it better, whereas some of these other teams had to spend more resources on next gen stuff.
0: Absolutely. All right. So we've covered a lot in this podcast. I hope you've taken a lot of it. We've covered about as much as we could without mentioning that, that uh, Chris Busher won the NASCAR cup series race on <laughs> Saturday night at Bristol, the non-playoff driver, 19 different winners this year in the cup series. Uh, I had a good tweet about that. I won't even, won't even repeat my thought
1: of it, but. Oh, see, I, I thought, uh, I thought there was a good tweet out there too, which um, one? Someone, someone posted a, a picture of cody Ware and bj mcleod and said this will be the all-star open line <laughs> i'm pissed i didn't think
0: that's awesome if you don't know if you don't know every winner from the season before and the races leading into the all-star race of the next season qualifies for um the all-star race so
1: we're at 19 already <laughs> uh and basically yeah. the winners from basically the winners from the all-star oh, race at the end of the all-star race of this year to the next year's all-star well, you race. you get you get the year. whole thing austin syndrickson by daytona you get you get the, the whole, you get the whole year before and gotcha.
0: you, you have once you win an all-star race you qualify for the next 10 um once you, so that's, there's Ryan Blaney. You have a fan vote winner. So that's anyone that isn't in the all-star race gets in by fan vote. You have the three stage winners of the open.
1: We're at 26. Like there's only going to be two cars in the open. So how are we going to have three stages? North Wilkesboro is not a massive facility. <laughs> <laughs> okay real quick
0: real quick before we let you go and i hope you've enjoyed this podcast please uh send us your thoughts comments uh questions anytime if you tweet at at always race day or at connor ferguson or damon and you ask a question at any time we'll answer it on the next episode so just do that we i always put one out before we record but i don't always remember to do it hours before so apologies if we didn't talk about something you wanted us to uh and real quick I'm sorry I'm delaying everything. Shout out to um, Ayrton Jenaton for winning the prelim at the Hocket, and then uh, Chase Randall pulled double duty in one as well. Both amazing drives out of those guys. I love both those dudes. Um, Damon, in the world of Outlaws race, what did you think of Logan Schuart's move on Carson Macedo?
1: I... You know how critical I can be. Of I know Logan. I you have think a rivalry with Logan. I wanted to see what's that. I don't think, I don't think it was a bad move. All right. I love it. I love it. their I friendship. was a bad move. Friendship has mended here. They're huddling up. They're all good. It's a driver going for the win late in the race. Who basically was trying to pull a move. Had he, had he went right rear to uh, to the nose of Mesito's car might have been a little bit different. I agree. But he went, he cleared him. He he cleared Mesito. Macedo, Macedo yeah. had to check up because he drove in the back of him. And so you know, you know in my opinion. Is... You're good to go. In my opinion, a slide job, in uh, my opinion, a slide job is when you clear somebody and, and he cleared him i i also have uh, a thought on uh,
0: 21 double what it pays to win a normal world of outlaws race um you race for the win logan raced for the win and he got the win and that's the end of the story mm-hmm. End of story if if you shove someone into a fence doing it you know expect to get it back but i i didn't think so either i i agree with you completely mm-hmm. cool yep We'll be back for episode 79 this week, either probably Wednesday because I won't be around Thursday. So um, we'll look at live stream stuff. We still have shirts for sale. We'll be getting some new designs and stuff. Shout us out. Let us know what you want to see with that. And if if you send us an idea, I can't promise like a monetary like thing, but I'll definitely like say your name and shout you out and stuff. And thank you for it. It won't be an uncredited shirt sure, if you do. someone mentioned something like that at the racetrack to me on saturday I, I was just like i can't promise that i can give you money for this but if you wanted a shirt that said it we could probably make it so, uh, stuff along those lines, let us know. Uh, you can watch the show on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you uh, get your stuff. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube. We're really closing in on 1,000. Uh, we can do a lot cooler things uh, with the channel. And uh, once we get to 1,000, so that's also the number to monetize it. I, I want to make like four cents per video. There you go. Perfect. We, we put out 40 videos a day, we're at a dollar. That math doesn't add up maybe to hey keep
1: making money keep right. making money
0: uh thank you guys for listening Morning, thank you all for listening uh by the uh, next podcast we're gonna have enough cash to buy a next gen race car uh, that will be out of date uh, for the next short track race so uh <laughs> let's hope stuff gets ironed out um i'll, I'll poke around for you all this week and see what i can find out and what i can't And uh, thank you all for following along. It means a lot that uh, you listen to this podcast or or you follow our stuff and everything like that. So end of Knoxville season, bittersweet. Appreciate you listening and have a good rest of your week. We will see you Thursday morning.